Hello, it's Graham Mackay here with the 83rd edition of the AFC Dons cast. What's better, rounding off your weekend with a Dons win? That's exactly what we got on Sunday afternoon. More from the Ross County match coming up and we're post-match with Derek McInnes. And we have more on the prospect of not returning to Pataudry this season. A full round-up for the matches at the weekend and some supporters news. It's all coming up on this week's AFC Dons cast on Tuesday the 29th of September. save lives, we need to act now, so there are new restrictions for everyone in Scotland. To stop the virus spreading, do not meet people from other households inside their home or yours. Only meet one other household outside or in public places, and please work from home if you can. If you test positive, everyone in your household should stay at home for 14 days. For more on the restrictions, go to gov.scot. Stick with it, Scotland, for yourselves and each other. Aberdeen dominated in our return to league action against Ross County following our defeat to Sporting on Thursday night. Aberdeen were in full control of the game and Ross County didn't have any answers for the Dons after we cruised to a 3-0 win in Dingwall on Sunday afternoon. Derek McInnes made two changes to the starting eleven from Thursday night in Lisbon. Now McGinn and Scott Wright made the starting lineup, with Shea Logan and Dylan McGee dropped to the bench. Aberdeen came out to the stops, all guns firing and should have been 2-0 up within the opening two minutes of the match after two clear chances were missed by Nal McGinn and Scott Wright. In the sixth minute, Aberdeen ripped open the Ross County defence and were denied when Watkins picked up a cross from Nal McGinn at the back post, but Laidlaw saved with his feet. Just a minute later, Ross McCrory tested Laidlaw again after a punishing 25-yard drive which went over the bar. And it was Ross McCrory again in the tenth minute, Laidlaw blocking a shot from a tight angle inside the box. The Dons were denied again when Nal McGinn's effort in the 32nd minute beat the Ross County keeper, only for the shot to crack off the post. Ryan Hedges moments later unleashed a low drive that was deflected wide for a corner. Ian Viger should have been sent off in the 38th minute after a cynical challenge on Ross McCrory with a stud zap on his leg. Vigers was lucky to only receive a yellow from Willie Collum. The breakthrough for the Dons came in the 41st minute after Marley Watkins opened his scoring for Aberdeen with the striker picking up a Hayes cross and heading it across the face of goal and into the far corner of the net. Aberdeen went 2-0 up after Ian Vigers brought down Ross McCrory in the box. Vigers was shown a straight red and the Dons were awarded the first of two penalties in the game. Lewis Ferguson stepped up to slot home from the spot kick. Lewis was on target again for the second penalty of the game in the 75th minute after Josh Reid handled a cross into the box from Marley Watkins. Laidlaw got a hand to Lewis's penalty shot, but he couldn't keep it out and the Dons were 3-0 up. A strong performance from the Dons as we close the gap with Hibs in third place to two points with two games in hand. Yeah, pleased with the performance. I think there's always you know, that little concern when you can back off a European away trip, you know, especially... A game that's worked us um, so much as Sport in Lisbon. Um, 
boys didn't get back to their beds till four or five in the morning the other night, so with important arrest, and, but they also important the messaging, clear messaging, I start my game properly today, and you know, we felt last week against Motherwell, um, you know, we uh, we never gave ourselves a chance to take part in the game because we were dippy and not ready to take the, take part in the game. It was the total opposite today. Snapping into tackles, great energy with the team, aggression in the team, speed in the team, um, great tempo we play. I thought we were so dominant um, in that first half. I'm just um, so frustrated that we've not made more of the opportunities created because with some of the play, you know, it was an onslaught at times and the slickness with Wright and Hedges, Watkins, Hayes, McGinn. Um, you know, we really should be scoring more. Today it hasn't come back to bite us, but we've got to make sure that those numbers uh, in terms of opportunities um, uh, result in more goals. And thankfully we got the goal for Watkins. So important uh, for him as a, uh, as a, as a player uh, and as a striker, but also so important for us in the game. It makes the team talk slightly different at half-time about uh, keep doing the right thing uh, and you'll get your reward for it. And it was a difficult chance. He had supposed last week. I think at two nothing. Um, this time he manages to get enough on it to get to get the goal. And uh, from then on in, I thought we were very good. You know, I think half time um, uh, asked for more of the same, the same intensity. Understand that players may well be a bit uh, a bit tired, a bit leggy after European efforts. But uh, the good thing is we managed to get plenty of the the lads from the bench on, and we were very comfortable throughout. Um, it was three going on, maybe a few more, but. We'd have took this before the game, another clean sheet, another three points, and very good team performance. I think individually with some brilliant performances today, uh, as a team, I thought we were um, outstanding. Well, if you were looking for a return to Pataudry, it doesn't look as if it's going to happen any time soon. Scotland's 42 senior clubs have been warned that football fans could be locked out of grounds for the entire season. Emergency calls took place between the SFA and SPFL Joint Response Group last week and teams across all four divisions. October was seen as a realistic target for limited numbers of supporters to return to grounds. However, with only two test events that have taken place and a recent spike in coronavirus cases across the UK, the prospect of a return looks further away than ever. Neil Doncaster, SPFL Chief Executive, has described the situation as grave and over the past few days has seen football bosses appeal to the Scottish Government for a public bailout amidst growing fears that some clubs will go out of business. Sporting bodies in England have been advised by Westminster to prepare to have no fans in grounds for a further six months. Scotland's second tier will kick off as scheduled on the 17th of October and lower division sides will also be able to play each other without testing requirements in the Betfred Cup, which is due to start on the 6th of October. Lower league clubs will have to follow Premiership testing if they play top-flight opposition or forfeit the tie. The SPFL board imposed the stricter rules on the teams playing against top-level opposition in a bid to protect the so-called bubble those teams are operating in. The same will apply in the Challenge Cup, although Premiership sides who enter Colt teams must bear all testing costs in the week leading up to games. So, for the time being, red TV on a computer or telly screen it is. There's a new way for all of us to work together to stop coronavirus spreading again, and it only takes a few minutes to do. NHS Scotland's free Protect Scotland app will automatically alert you if you have been in close contact with another app user who has tested positive. And if you test positive, the app can quickly alert those you've had close contact with. The app is private and anonymous, and by downloading it, we can all help protect ourselves, our families and Scotland against coronavirus. Download the free app today at protect.scot. 
In the Premiership at the weekend, on Saturday, Nick Kabamba scored the only goal after 20 minutes as Kilmarnock edged out St Mirren 1-0 in Paisley to climb to fifth place. Saints are now bottom of the table after Livingston defeated St Johnston 2-0 at the Tony Macaroni Arena. Two goals in the space of two minutes towards the end of the first half from Scott Tiffany and Alan Forrest made the difference. Hamilton Aki's hit back for a one-all draw with Dundee United at the Foy Stadium. Lawrence Shanklin struck early on for Mickey Mellon's main, but defender Hakeem O'Doffin levelled things up for Brian Rice's team with 15 minutes left. Rangers remain a point clear at the top of the Scottish Premiership table after a 5-1 win over Motherwell at Fir Park in the day's early game on Sunday. James Tavernier converted two penalties with Jordan Jones also on target for the Ibrox club before Cedric Itton weighed in with a double towards the end. A George Edmondson own goal reduced the deficit with three minutes left. And Celtic maintained their good run with a 3-0 home win over Hibs. Callum McGregor and Albion Ajeti netted before the break and Mohamed Elianusi rounded things off. I do apologise, our systems are down. EOC going to paper operations. Right, that is going to be a nightmare. You never know what's in that stacking of calls. So the longer that you're on paper, you do feel like you're failing London. The new series of the BAFTA award-winning Ambulance on BBC One and iPlayer. Our Scottish Cup semi-final from last season against Celtic will take place at Hamden on Sunday the 1st of November with a 2.30pm kickoff. It's unlikely there will be fans at the game so you're going to have to watch it on Premier Sports. The other match between Hibs and Hearts will take place on the Saturday the 31st of October with a 5pm kickoff. It will be shown on BBC Scotland and Premier Sports. We've got some Friday night football this week in the Scottish Premiership. Eight teams are in action on Friday night and all eyes look to Pataudry for their home match against St Mirren for the 7.45pm kickoff. You'll be able to watch the match live via your virtual season ticket on pay-per-view and on Red TV International. Coverage starts with Rob McLean at 7.15pm. The other matches are between Dundee United and Livingston, Hibs versus Hamilton and Kilmarnock versus Motherwell. The other four teams are in action on Sunday due to the Glasgow teams in Europa League action on Thursday. The early kickoff is between St Johnston and Celtic at midday, followed by Rangers and Ross County at 3pm. There will be more AFC Don's cast next Tuesday from 8 as normal. Quick reminder that you can catch us now on Amazon Music alongside the likes of Apple and Google Podcasts and Spotify. Just search for us using AFC Don's cast. You can find out more details about where you can find us at invernessreds.co.uk forward slash AFC Donscast. Meantime, if you're looking for live score updates on Friday night for the match against St Mirren, you can get them on our Twitter and Facebook feeds with live match stats and post-match reaction also on the Inverness Reds website. Have a great week and I'll catch you back here next Tuesday. Till then, stay safe and stand free. That's all for this week. More Aberdeen news next Tuesday evening from 8.